Alright guys, welcome to the Octo Island, uh, our new Twisted Mug Media's uh, Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Ryan. I am also your host, Brendan. And I am Matthew. <laughs> uh, so it's us three today. Um, it'll be different combinations of all of us um, throughout uh, the podcast. Uh, this is a bi-weekly podcast on Wednesdays, uh, the other weeks on Wednesdays being filled by my Schmodown podcast. Um so yeah, uh, I guess we'll talk about each of our backgrounds in Star Wars. Um, if case anyone, oh, on, in <laughs> case anyone hasn't gone back and listened to our uh, Star Wars reviews on uh, our Cinema Talk podcast. Um, so I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan. Been a Star Wars fan since I was little. Uh, I remember I told the story before about me doing the lightsaber battles um, while watching the the movies in my living room at four years old and. Um, no, yeah, so I, I grew up with the movies, um, I grew up with the show that's gonna be part of the, our topic of the Clone Wars, um, when I was a kid, and, uh, yeah, just love has continued till now, this day. So, uh, Matt and Brendan? Uh, so, I've been a Star Wars fan for as long as I can remember. My dad was a really big fan of the movies growing up, so he showed them to me when I was really little, um, which was awesome. I grew up with the original trilogy. I didn't actually watch the prequels. Uh, for a while because I wasn't allowed to see Revenge of the Sith. Same. There's actually a kind of funny story that just happened with that. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend today and she, and I was mentioning that like, oh, I, like I wasn't allowed to watch Revenge of the Sith as a, as a kid. So I had to like sneak a viewing at my cousin's house and she was like, oh, I already knew that. And I was like, oh, did I tell you? And she's like, no, you said it on the podcast before. (laughs) And (laughs) I remembered it and I was just like, oh, no way. So that was, uh. That was kind of funny. But yeah, so I've been, I've just been a huge Star Wars fan my whole life. I had like a cloak growing up and the Vader helmet and lightsabers and all the stuff. And me and my friends would like run around pretending to be Jedis. Uh, My, one of my best friends had the uh, Battlefront games for the Xbox growing up. Uh, And so that was like my entire childhood was playing Battlefront 2. And actually learned a lot of random. Yeah, I learned a lot of random Star Wars lore. Uh, doing that uh, which is pretty cool and yeah no I've always just kind of been like a geek for the whole universe and things like that but uh, I definitely definitely kind of lost touch with that a couple years ago but I'm trying to get back in the saddle uh, just because the new movies are coming out and I go to all the midnight premieres well actually the uh, the seven o'clock premieres because that's how you know you're a real fan Uh, (laughs) how they do it these days on on Thursdays Um, but yeah yeah so that's that's kind of my background with Star Wars yeah, so like the, like uh, Floyd and Brendan, I am also a lifelong Star Wars fan. A fan uh, grew up on the original trilogy. I, one of my earliest memories is at my you know my old house back in like New Jersey, watching the original trilogy, um, the beginning of Episode Four with the ship, you know, just flying overhead on the VHS on the old small TV. I mean, I just vividly remember that. I, I completely grew up on those, and like Floyd, I had a lightsaber and would. Um, act out my own lightsaber scenes and in correlation with the actual movies yeah um i in terms of the lore and the expanded universe you know comics and books i i'm not really i'm not very knowledgeable about that i know floyd out of the three of us is definitely um has the most knowledge about that um which is still limited which is still limited yes yeah i i mean i what i know is you know just the movies and with the prequels i did not see those until late middle school and I saw them once 
um, thought that they were garbage, which they are, <laughs> and I did not see them again until we reviewed them for the podcast. <laughs> so Revenge just, of the Sith is good. That just shows my love for those movies. So, you know, the original trilogy is where I, you know, what I view Star Wars as. <laughs> where you reside. Yeah, that's where I reside, yes. <laughs> yeah, so once again, cheap plug, go back and listen to our Star Wars episodes. We talked about Star Wars for like almost a full 24 hours, yes, I think, already. Yes, please do. So. Yes, Phantom Menace, um, personal favorite podcast, many good moments. Yeah, that was, that was a fun one. Um, or just go back and listen to our CTP one-year episode where we put out uh, all the uh, comedy highlights from the series. So yes. Either way, go check those out. Uh, check those out. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm just going to talk real quick about the format of this, epi- of this episode and of the podcast in general. Um, it's going to start off with us talking about any major news that happens. It's not going to be like, uh, you know this random set picture of just Poe standing there and we're going to talk about it. Like, it's it's going to be like casting news and if there's a trailer for episode 9 or if there's a trailer for the Favreau TV show when we get the episode 9 title, uh, that kind of stuff. It's not going to be um, overly extensive. There might not be a news segment every episode. Um, but when there is news, we're going to talk about that at the beginning. Um, and then after that, we're going to move into if there's this will be very rare but if there's any um expanded universe stuff that one of us has gotten into um any book comic book game uh that comes out that we have gone through then we'll talk about that but the main meat of the show for for the foreseeable future is going to be our look back on the clone wars tv series um leading up to season seven i believe they will be calling it um whatever they're gonna end up calling the new season on the disney streaming service coming out next year so uh so we're gonna be going through the clone wars um we will be reviewing the favreau show when it comes out um along with um the new clone wars season and then we haven't talked about it but i'm assuming that eventually we'll get to rebels um at some point (laughs) at some point that'll be less fun yeah, uh, <laughs> that might be a more of a a suffer through it type of thing for us. But um, but some of the first episodes of Clone Wars are are suffer through it too. So um, so yeah, I think we're gonna start off with our new segment just because um, there is some Episode Nine um, casting news that we want to talk about a little bit. Uh, oh dang! All, uh, we got Carrie Russell, uh, Dominic Moynihan. Uh, Matt Smith and Greg Gunberg are all confirmed to be in the movie. Uh, so, so what? Which of these uh, actors are you most excited to see, Matt? Ooh, um, for me, definitely Matt Smith. Um, oh, Matt Smith. <laughs> I I love uh, seasons five, six, and seven of Doctor Who. That, that's yes. a, those are actually so. A side note about Doctor Who: I had a friend who really was into the. And he was like, you know, you got you got to start it. So I started season one, and was like, dude, you know, this sucks. I can't get into it because it is quite <laughs> it is quite old and dated. He was like, all right, just skip to season five. You know, you'll get to Matt Smith. Started season five, was totally into it. Watched all three seasons. Thought it was beautiful. Yep. I couldn't really get into it with Peter Capaldi, but you know, did you drop after Peter Capaldi? I did. I did. <laughs> and I, I even tried. I and I went back, watched all of season one, suffered through it. I, I just I couldn't get into it. Matt Smith's yeah. absence broke my heart. But no, I think he is. He's such a good actor. I never thought of him as someone who could be in a Star Wars movie. So this is really making me excited. Um, That's going to be he's, awesome. He's so, I, it's interesting to see what role they'll place in him. Because he, he's such a charismatic actor. Very fun. Um, you know, as we've seen in the Doctor Who thing. But I can see them maybe and taking... the crown. Yes. So I haven't yeah. seen the crown. But he, he plays more of a serious character in that show, I believe. 
Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, maybe they could take his character in that direction. I mean, we have no no clues to go off of, but maybe, you know, some sort of smuggler type thing. But, you know, of course, with every single casting, uh, casting news that comes out, you know, there's always the uh, raised parents rumors. So, of course, Carrie Russell and Matt Smith are getting the raised parents treatment. We'll never know. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes, I mean, that that, that always happens, you know. So, yeah, we'll see. But overall, yeah, it could be. definitely Matt Smith I'm very excited for. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Matt Smith, 100% all the way. Uh, it's got, I, I, like, in middle school was, like, obsessed with Doctor Who. Like, I wanted to be Matt Smith. I had his haircut. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. For a while. Um, I also love David Tennant. Uh, so that's, that, that's, that's a different thing. We are not, well, we're not a Doctor Who fan cast. Um, <laughs> we're just a Star Wars fan cast. Um, but... Yeah, no, Matt Matt Smith has done a like a ton of just like beautiful, brilliant work. He was in American Psycho on the West End. Um, I can't remember if he did it on Broadway too, but he I, he was supposed to transfer, and then I think there was something that he didn't, but or he wasn't there for very long. I don't know. This was a while ago, but I really wanted to see that. Um, uh, and he like he is such an interesting guy. Like if you read his bio, like he was supposed to be a soccer player, and oh, then really? like he like had this like really terrible injury so he was like i guess i'll be an actor wow <laughs> it's like you just decide to be an amazing actor all right matt smith i see you <laughs> no yeah i i would say uh matt smith and dominic moynihan are probably the two that i'm most excited for i really like dominic moynihan and most things that he's in i've actually i don't know if i've ever seen matt smith in anything to be honest so um, good. did you see terminator he was in that uh, Which one? Genesis, I think. Oh yeah, no, he was in Terminator Genesis. I forget yeah. who he played. Yeah, in a movie. No, but yeah, just, in a movie that's coming out uh, soon by the name of uh, the movie's, um, I forget the movie title. Charlie says, but Matt Smith actually plays Charlie Ma- uh, Charles Manson in the film, which I thought Ooh, was oh, really wow. interesting. I was like, well, I did, I cannot see that, but I'd be interested to see what he brings to the table. <laughs> No, yeah, I'm excited to see who who all these characters play. I mean, Greg Grun, Grun yeah, Greg Grunberg. Again, that's too many G's um, for me. I can't handle that many G's. But he's going to be playing the same character that he did in Force Awakens. Who? Sorry, I didn't hear about this news. So who's who's he playing? Uh, Greg Grunberg. Yeah, who's that? He's he's just the same Resistance pilot guy okay. that he was in uh, in Force Awakens. It's it's J.J. Abrams' friends. I believe he was on Lost. Um, okay. I don't know much about him, but he's he was said that he's back in The Force Awakens, um, back from the same character in The Force Awakens. Moynihan, I think, Moynihan strikes me more as an Imperial. I think he'll probably be an Imperial officer. And then, um, but yeah, Matt Smith, the theory of him and Carrie Russell being raised parents, I, maybe, uh, I think Abrams will touch on the parents more, um, in episode nine than, uh, Johnson did in eight, so we'll see. I certainly hope so. I mean, I think we'll at least get a scene with the parents, so I think that's a, I think that's a possibility, um, like a flashback scene of, of the parents. So yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a very strong possibility. Um, in the coming weeks, uh, Solo is coming out on Blu-ray, um, so we will be talking about the Solo Blu-ray maybe next episode. I don't know if it comes out in time for the next episode, but uh, so, so next episode we'll see if we got any more news to talk about. But that's gonna. It's gonna wrap her up for the uh, for the news section. Unfortunately, there's no uh, no canon stuff for us to 
We'll report to talk back about. if we have it. Yeah, just the uh, yeah. the one other casting news that I heard about was a lady by the name of Naomi Aki, who I never heard of, but um, apparently is a very good actress, and she starred in a film adaptation of Lady Macbeth, and oh. won a lot of awards for that. Uh, I believe she's a yeah she's a British actress, so uh, be on the lookout for that as well. This film's starting to get stuffed up with uh, talented actors. Yeah. And and of course Billy D Williams also joining on as big yes. and very exciting. I'm excited for that. Lando is maybe uh, beside Han probably my favorite character of the original trilogy. Just such a fun guy. So uh, it'll be interesting interesting to see that since he is extremely old. I mean, wondering you know is that charisma still there? But yeah, that'll be neat to see. So so they're recasting Donald Glover's character from Solo into Episode Nine. That's cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so they say so got a got an older guy to play Donald Glover's character. That's cool. Um, Basically. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we're gonna go into the meat of our episodes, which is uh, today is season one, episode one of the Clone Wars TV series. Um, as you know, if you listen to our Clone Wars episode, I'm uh, on the Cinema Talk. I'm a huge Clone Wars fan. Grew up on it. Um, definitely big part of my childhood. Um, so uh, yeah guest background on the Clone Wars TV show real quick before we jump into the series. So I've watched uh, a couple episodes here and there, uh, mostly just ones that you guys have told me to watch. Um, but I saw the movie, uh, as you can probably guess from the fact that we have a podcast describing that such detailing that, that, uh, that, was, that, that lovely was animated film. Um, stinky. <laughs> stinky. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I really haven't watched it. I like, I haven't watched the animated series uh, but I'm looking forward to it because I've I've always wanted to, but I've like always just kind of like gotten busy. So now that I have a a reason to watch it, maybe I'll uh, stick with it a little more. Yeah. So I am. Um, <laughs> I I've thoroughly enjoyed the Clone Wars TV show. I have seen every single episode. Um, Floyd is much more knowledgeable um, about the show than I am. But I um, yeah, I watched it. You know, maybe freshman year of high school. I think I just like sat down and watched the whole thing because it was thoroughly intriguing. And I love the way. The show matures and develops as the uh, seasons go on because I mean, um, if you look at you know the the animation quality from season one to the last season, or just the the storytelling, it gets very dark and intense for a kids' TV show. So, a huge fan of the show, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, background. My background is pretty pretty big with this show. I'll probably be inserting the most uh, background knowledge and that kind of stuff. But um. What you said is really true, Matt. This show starts off, it's very similar to the movie, uh, very much a kid's show. And then by the time, it's around like there's this, there's a gap between season 3, episode 11, and season 3, episode 12, where it just turns into a different show. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get there because we have to get through all the episodes, but it, it definitely, it definitely, Spoiler for no, but it, it elevates itself just like, just like that, and it's all of a sudden a, a like an adult show, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But no, yeah, we are going to review every episode, so that unfortunately doesn't mean that um, that doesn't mean that we get to skip the the stuff in the beginning. And there is some good stuff in this first few seasons. Um, so unlike the cinema talk, um, we're not gonna have a rating for each episode. We're just gonna say add or drop to the list. Um, if you know at the end of the CTP episode, I had a list of episodes that I said were worth watching, and we're each gonna add or drop the episode to our list, basically. Um, at the end of the episodes, basically worth watching or not worth watching. Because of the nature of the show, it is a um, anthology series, um, so if you want to listen to our episode and then decide whether or not to watch the episode, I mean, hey, let's do it that way. 
and I think right now I'm gonna call our list the sacred texts because we are Octo uh, Island and uh, that that kind of plays I'm gonna call our list the sacred, the sacred texts. Text. So so we're either gonna add the episode to the sacred texts or drop it from the sacred texts. Um, I like the that. sacred texts. So <laughs> And then we will destroy them at the end of yeah, the Yeah, we'll burn the we're gonna burn the tree at the end of the episode. Um, you will let the past die. Oh yes, good callback. Um, so I'm gonna. So we're talking about season one, episode one, ambush. Um, I'm gonna go into a very, very short plot summary of this episode, and then we're gonna talk about the episode a little bit and um, tell us, tell you guys whether or not it's worth watching. <laughs> King Katunko of the planet Toydaria is set to meet with Master Yoda about joining the Republic for protection. Yoda's ship is intercepted by the Separatists, and he is forced to flee to the surface with three clones. Saz Ventress beats Yoda to the king and offers him to join the Separatists. Yoda and the clones battle their way to the king, defeating the droid army and Ventress, and the king agrees to join the Republic. So, that was, like, a very short plot summary. <laughs> no, wow, that was a few times. Because... Were, were there, there were no uh, grammatical miss-ups. No, miss, it was too short. Anything. Wow. Yeah, it was too short. I couldn't fuck any of that up. Um, <laughs> I wasn't talking for long enough. <laughs> and uh so yeah we're gonna i'm gonna do this by story arc that's the kind of the way we're going um but so many of the episodes early on are just single episodes or two episode arcs so we're still gonna do a plot summary for each one but i know there's plenty of episodes that are just standalone episodes so so yeah we'll, we'll the episode before we'll talk about like uh what episodes we'll be talking about next week but uh so yeah uh this one is just the first episode um we can get into it. Well, let's talk about the format of the show. It opens with a uh, John Williams-esque theme song that I love because um, of what it means for the show. But uh, do you guys like this, you know, quasi-Star Wars theme? It's fine. It's it's cool. I mean, I haven't listened to it enough. I'm sure it has more, like, emotional value for you guys. Uh, but I feel like that's how theme songs work, is that, like, kind of... Like, they don't really mean anything except being like, oh, that's cool, until you've, like, seen the whole thing and been like, oh, my God, my favorite show or something. That's very true. Um, no, I, I love it. It's it's it, it's uh, such a different take upon the uh, original music while still maintaining that um, that quality to it that we all loved as kids. I, I know I like I like the drums in the background and, the, and then how it's immediately preceded by this, uh, this voiceover. All these things that kind of set it apart from the original... From the uh, you know the prequels and the original trilogy, while also establishing it as yep, we are still Star Wars. Yeah, I completely agree with what you just said, Matt. Uh, I love the music. Um, I love the opening, uh, like uh, like almost serialized uh, radio announcer yeah. talking about you know this day in the action. Like kind of feels Honestly. like a war serial, even like actually like a war serial, like the Clone Wars. Um, so yeah, I really like I like the format of the opening. It's it's helpful. For if you have to stop watching a story arc halfway through, it kind of catches you up on what happened so far. Um, so yeah, I, re- I really like it. And um, so I guess we'll get into the actual episode. Um, we'll start with the animation style. Uh, we talked about it on the Clone Wars mo- uh, movie. Animation style isn't great, but I feel like it's better than the movie in this episode at least. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it seems I- absolutely. like it's getting better. The movie's animation was really bad. And... Um, as we go along with this podcast, we'll we'll talk about how how much great, greater the animation uh, gets towards the end. But you know, it's it's dated. I mean, this premiered in two thousand eight, ten years ago, but, almost uh, exactly. Yeah, honestly, excuse me, but it it does not um, detract from it. I think too significantly. No, I agree. I don't think it detracts too much, but um, it 
also judging it based on a TV show standard, you know, uh, compared to a movie. So that's why it, uh, it also holds up a little more. Um, yeah. So we get introduced to the plot of this episode. Uh, it's a Yoda episode. He's the main character of our episode. Um, Aw, snap, Yoda. And we get introduced to the king of Toydaria, King Katunko. Uh, this little flying bug dude. Like what? Wa- We're Wado's. Yeah, he's a Wado. Uh, yeah. He's a Wado species. Um, Toydarian. I'm a Toydarian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go back and listen to that. To... Oh boy. Oh, we had okay. a lot of fun with Wado. But um, so I I like this guy enough. He's royal enough. He's a royal bug. Um, and I I just want I just wanted to point out here at the beginning this opening scene with Ventress and uh, and the king when he's talking to Dooku. This math that he throws at the Count Dooku just doesn't add up whatsoever. <laughs> like, okay, so he said that uh, every Dooku said that every battle droid, like they outnumber the clones a hundred to one with battle droids, and then the king throws at him. He's like, ah, but I heard that the jet each Jedi general equals a hundred battle droids. So if you do that, qu- like a qualitative thing with math, I forget what the theory is. That means one Jedi equals one clone. <laughs> and that math just doesn't make any sense. I don't... I, something is not adding up Yeah, here. something is not adding up here. So I, when I was watching, I'm like, that's not that big of a deal, but I'm definitely going to bring that up because I was stupid as fuck. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we get this little opening action scene in space, and I thought I thought this was a lot of fun when they had to jettison off the, uh, the ship. Yeah. Yeah, um... It's kind of a it's a it's a strange way to start off the show, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this episode it kind of jumps right into things, and you're just introduced to Yoda, and you're not you don't even get Anakin or Ahsoka, you know, that stuff that hasn't even appeared yet, even though that's kind of the main the main plot line of the show. But but yeah, it, it's similar to you know how when Episode Four first came out, you just hop right into it, and you're in a space battle now. But you know now we actually know what's going on, and we love these characters. Um, I would have. It must have been interesting to see this back in two thousand eight when it premiered. I and did. Just, mm-hmm. Well, you you saw the premiere. Of this? You did. Oh, I watched this. You did? I watched this episode premiere. I watched the premiere of the show. One hundred percent. Wow, you were one of the three point nine six million viewers. I was. That, that is very cool. That is very cool. <laughs> yep, I watched. I've watched. I watched almost every episode when it premiered. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Uh, we're gonna get into an element of this show right now that I feel like is gonna come up a lot in the first few seasons, and it's these fucking battle droids. Oh man, they're so oh, man. goddamn annoying. I, they're just so dumb. In, in oh, no. this in this episode particularly, oh my gosh, the, the dialogue, the, the jokes, it just extends for so long. It's so grating. It's it's obvious. Um, it's obvious that it, um, with the humor with the battle droids, and just in these first initial seasons, they were trying to, you know, really cater to the little kids. Well, I think they really start to develop, you know, what they were really trying to do with the show later on. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. ooh, it's yeah, it's a little bit brutal at times. They're exhausting in this episode. There's <laughs> so many, like like five minutes of the episode is just battle droids going, "What's that? I don't know. What's he doing? Like, <sighs> oh my, oh my god, fire!" In the worst voice ever. Yeah, like why it like it wasn't like that in the movie like, no it was movie, it it wasn't but it wasn't that bad well was they it? just weren't well, they as didn't prevalent as much yeah or the the clone wars movie but i meant like if you go back to like oh Phantom Menace, they no, no, no 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 yeah not like this in the in that no but yeah, yeah they are they are ex- extremely obnoxious in this in this show and specifically this episode but um 
we'll talk about it. They, I think they get better. They get cut out a little more. I I see it that way. But um, but yeah, they're definitely the biggest downside of this episode for me, other than the fact that the plot doesn't really affect the rest of the show. Um, and uh, one thing with the animation style that I wanted to bring up is that the lips still don't completely uh, line up with the dialogue that's being said. Ugh. Uh, it, it takes them a little while to get better at that, how to line up lips and what they're supposed to move like with, uh, the respect to what is being said, but... It's like Speed Racer. Yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little off, but it's, I don't know. It's an animated kid show on Cartoon Network. I'm not gonna get overly bogged down by that. But, uh, yeah, we get into the plot of the episode, uh, Yoda Crash Lands on Toydaria, Landscapes look decent, but they're just kind of, it's kind of a little plain, a little, you know, it's dated, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then we get some, uh, we get some fun camera angles in this middle action scene. I think this middle action scene in the middle of the episode is actually pretty fun, minus the battle droids talking. Uh, yeah, I, I love Yoda in this episode. I mean, he's just dropping some wisdom and knowledge on these, uh, <laughs> on on the troopers and on us. He, he's such a delight to watch. And I, I, um, this is also we get introduced to uh, some of the troopers and we get introduced to some of the warfare that we're going to see pop up later on in the seasons, which is oh, particularly exciting. Those are some of my favorite episodes, featuring you know highlighting the troopers. Um, so that's fun to see that pop up. But yeah, these action scenes are a blast. You know, just seeing Yoda destroy these droids. Yeah, I think Yoda's always a badass, so it's just kind of nice to like be like, oh, it's Yoda doing his thing. Yeah, there Yoda kicks is. some ass in this episode. It's kind of fun to watch. Um, but no, yeah, the clones that we get introduced to, we never see again in this series. I don't, Brendan, that might be a surprise to you or not. What? <laughs> no, yeah, we don't ne- we never see them again. They're clones. Who cares? No, I'm just kidding. I realize that you get attached to some of the clones as you go along, don't you? Yeah, though oh. no, there's some oh, clones. Yeah. You will be heartbroken by some of the clones in in this series. No. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Not gonna tell you which ones, but yeah, some of the, some of the some okay. of the clone story arcs are some of the best, but these never come back up. But uh, yeah, after this this middle action scene when they're in the like shrubbery, uh, they go into they get uh pulled away by Yoda. Which, by the way, how did none of the clones get hit in this action scene? Like, they're just straight up standing that in front of the battle point. droids and just getting shot at, and they're just like, yep, we're fine. No, well, remember, it's uh, it's like the battle droids said, you know, they're bad shots because it's in their programming. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> that was so frustrating. Um, but no, yeah, I I liked I liked this that action scene minus that. Um, and then we get this, the best scene of the episode, I think, is this cave scene with Yoda uh, talking about the force and uh, how each of them are on their own, uh, how each of them are like their own person, and I, it's a good message to kids because ultimately this is a kid show, um, at least for the first few seasons, and I think this was a good mm-hmm. message for kids and a good episode, a good scene. It's a, it's a sweet yeah. scene. It's touching. Yeah, yeah. I, anything Yoda says, it's a good chat. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. Tom Kane is Yoda sit, too. I want to down out. He's doing. Oh. He does a really good job as Yoda. Uh, I think his yeah, voice yeah. is really all good. All the voice acting. All the voice acting in this show is very good. Specifically, uh, Ventress, I think, yeah. really good. Oh, yeah, she does a good job. No, yeah, every, every all the voice actors are really good. D. Bradley Baker does a really good job of differentiating all the clones, even though they still have the same voice. Like, he does a really good job of mm. giving them each a different personality. That's true. Um, yeah. So after this, um, after this little cave scene, we get the ending action scene 
Um, which again, I think is a fun action. Yoda running around, chopping up some tanks. Hey. Better action, I would say, than the end of Attack of the Clones. So that is fair. Although Agreed. Yoda had some pretty cool action there too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of a lot of flippy things. So yeah, the action again is fun. It's kind of just uh, tissue paper, just kind of just Yoda tearing through tissue paper. But it's uh, yeah. it's fun to watch. I would say. Um, I don't know. Are you guys? How are you guys feeling about this this a- action scene? I thought it looked really good. I mean, it's it's really like basic kind of like Jedi murdering a, a bunch of like random CGI clones. Uh, as I mean, like well, the whole thing is CGI. Technically, <laughs> yeah, it's all computer <laughs> but, graphics. Yeah, you you know uh, you know what I mean. Um, and I think that it it works for what it needs to do. Like it's it's a kid show. That's what kids want is to just see Yoda killing a bunch of droids. So yeah, I agree. All right. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no, no, nothing else, Matt. Just yep. All right. It's I mean it's it's you know it's it's a fun action scene. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, um, kid show. Boom. This story wraps up then when uh when Yoda gets all the way there and you know it's uh oh we'll join the Republic and Yoda stops Ventress from killing the king. And uh, this last scene's fine, but it's it's a little kitty, but uh, kind of is what it is. Yeah, yeah, um, it's sweet, you know. Um, we and it, it's also kind of cool because Yoda, you know, just completely disarms Ventress and you know just shuts her down. So we see that you know she's he is Yoda. He is Ventress Yoda. is you know she's uh, she's not super highly trained yet. Yet she becomes a lot more skilled as the show goes on because you know, he even says you know hey you're strong in the dark side. But you're, you know, you're still, you're still young. Yeah, I would say Ventress is probably the most main character in this episode. Her and Yoda, I would say. Her and Dooku. Oh yeah, Dooku. Yoda, yeah. Dooku's in in this scene in this episode through hologram. But in terms of like, yeah, sure. we d- we don't get, uh, as you said, Anakin, Ahsoka, or Obi Wan, who are the main characters of the show. But yeah, uh, definitely. but Ventress, she is one of the main villains of the show. Um, her and Dooku are really the main two villains of the show. Um, so yeah, it, it was nice to get introduced to her character a little more. Um, but she obviously, story-wise, she doesn't have much here, but she does later. Um, definitely. So yeah, I think this this end of this scene, King uh, Katunko joins the Republic, and you know, that's a happy ending for a kid. So so um, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about this episode, I think we can uh, wrap it up. Yeah, I think we pretty much hit on everything. All right. I agree. So are you guys adding this to your sacred text or no? Um, yeah, I would definitely add it to the sacred text. I mean, obviously it's, like we said, it has the uh, extremely cheesy droid humor and um, some other moments of, you know, the show just completely pandering to the more kid side of the audience. But, you know, that could be excused. It's the first episode. It's more of a introduction back into the star wars universe they're just you know throwing a familiar character like yoda out to lead us back in but yeah no it's definitely it's a it's a fun episode brendan yeah yeah i completely agree it's it's really like i would add it uh to my sacred texts i think just for the fact that like this is what you're starting out with it's a good way to like get you back into the whole star wars feel um i mean especially if you're coming off of that movie just to be like oh sweet we get a whole episode with yoda like yeah so i think I think I'll add it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. Um, just overall show wise, though, it's not important. It's not needed. It's not essential. So um, if it's if this 
if my list is purely based on what's needed for the storyline of the show, then I would say no. But I'm going to add it to mine because I, I think it's an entertaining episode. It's an entertaining 20 minutes of, uh, of your time. Uh, there are the kitty elements of the battle droids and some of the cheesiness of the ending. But the action scene's a lot of fun, and there's a fun cave scene with Yoda. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna add it. Um, not essential, but I think it's a it's a fun episode, an interesting way to start off the show. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's kind of our first episode. Um, Look at that, we did it. We did it. Uh, so thanks for uh, for joining us. Uh, next week we'll be talking about the next four episodes of the Clone Wars TV series. We'll be talking about the three Malevolence episodes, and then one of my personal favorites, Rookies, episode five. Um, oh. So uh, yeah, so I think that I think that about wraps it up. Thanks for uh, joining me, Matt and Brendan. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Yes, a lot of fun. Yeah, stay tuned for some more episodes, guys. Yep, on uh, this Friday, Matt, you are gonna be on another podcast this Friday. Yeah, let me give a little plug for that. So yeah, this Friday, me and Logan are going to be releasing our first episode of our Twin Peaks podcast. Logan's been telling me for a while to watch Twin Peaks and. Finally, we're like, why don't we just do a podcast about it? So we're going to go episode <laughs> by episode and just talk about it because there's a lot to unpack. So I am super excited because, you know, we got me who's just a newbie coming in and the season lynchian that is Logan. So it, it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, so join us for that on Friday. Yep, definitely make sure to take that, uh, check that out on Friday. Um, as always, on Monday we have uh, Cinema Talk and then... Uh, two weeks we'll be back with our next Clone Wars, and then uh, next week on Wednesday, when you guys are listening to this, uh, I'll have my Schmodown podcast out for you guys. A uh, big live event that just happened, so I'll be talking about all the stuff that happened there. So uh, thanks for joining us, guys. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. See ya.